0: Gardening on the Pat Kenny Show. With the Husqvarna Automower. Keep your lawn looking pristine from the comfort of your own home. See huskvarna.ie
1: Well now it's time for gardening. Porik Horkin, uh, who is a member of the Horkin Garden Centre family, is uh, joining us now. Porik, good morning.
0: A very good morning to you, Pat.
1: Looking after the songbirds, I mean they have it tough when the winter uh, comes on and the food is scarce.
0: They sure do, but they've had a, a brilliant autumn, Pat. Here in the west of Ireland, we've got a beautiful, mild autumnal day. And the last couple of months have been really, really good. I mean, there's lots of of natural insects around. I've never seen caterpillars and greenfly in abundance. So as, as much this year, so the birds have had a really good spell, but it's very important now through October and November, they need to put on the fat layers to carry them through the winter period. So beautiful songbirds like the sparrows and blue tits and robins and thrushes all need our help. So I always put up some wild bird feeders at this time of year, particularly high protein and nuts in particular, niger seed is really good, sunflower seed, you can simply hang them up in the garden off your trees in wild bird feeders and the birds will entertain you right through the winter but more importantly you'll help to build up those fat layers. The other thing we can do is introduce some fruiting plants into our gardens so at this time of year the garden songbirds are visiting shrubs like cotoneaster, Pyracantha elderberries, holly, of course, as we get into November, and plants like viburnums and many trees as well, Pat, produce beautiful edible berries like our native mountain ash, the sorbus. our Irish yew trees are brilliant. Um, crab apples, of course, wild cherries, the na- the native strawberry tree, our beautus unido, which is a beautiful tree, produces lovely red fruit at this time of year that the birds love. So planting some fruiting plants, both shrubs and trees, but also putting up those wild bird feeders, simple things like fat balls, patch, and particularly schools. It's a great way to um, introduce the children to nature but also to create a bit of entertainment outside in the, in the school
1: garden Lots of questions coming in Is there any solution for long established Leylandi head showing brownish reddish patches that's from Marie and Delgany
0: Not really, Pat. Once Lelandii shows that brown discoloration, it's sometimes due to heavy pruning. If we prune Lelandii back too severely, you get the browning effect. But also, aphids, greenfly can feed on Lelandii in early spring, and you see that damage then in autumn and winter period. Now, where you get that aphid damage, generally the Lelandii will close in on that damaged area. So, really, my advice is just to leave it alone, and hopefully, the new growth will start to cover up those brown areas. But be very Careful in pruning Lalandii that you don't prune them too severely.
1: How can I preserve my empty veg patches and raised beds over the winter? Is it okay to put compost on them now to replenish them? That's from Damien, who's in Letterkenny.
0: Certainly, Damien, and the weather conditions are perfect at the moment, so you can certainly add some fresh compost. But at this time of year, remember that there's still lots of vegetables and edible plants that you can plant during the autumn period. I'm thinking of purple sprouting broccoli, speedy veg garlic, of course, we featured it a couple of weeks ago, shallots, the Japanese onion sets can all be planted at this time of year and they'll actually grow right through the winter. Or What I often do, Pat, particularly if I've got a, a raised area or a part of the vegetable garden and I just want to leave it unplanted, I sow some green manure, which is a simple seed that you get in your local garden centre. You chuck it on the ground, rake it in, and it gives this green cover crop which suppresses weeds but adds nutrition to the soil. And then in February, I simply dig it back in the soil before I plant my veg. So look for that green manure seed. It's cheap to buy, it's easy to grow and it solves that problem of weeds and adding natural nutrition into your soil as well. Is it too late to
1: plant bulbs?
0: no it's uh, if anything the weather conditions are superb at the moment so we plant bulbs anytime from early october right through until late november and if anything tulips are better planted during the months of november rather than planting them at this time of year so if you have tulips hold off for a couple of weeks and plant those into the garden soil but daffodils snowdrops crocuses all of those should be planted i mean the weather conditions are absolutely beautiful at the moment remember many of the bulbs pat will grow in pots and containers as as happily and as easily as in the garden side.
1: I have a birdhouse. I keep it full of food for the birds, but the crows and the bigger birds are always getting there first. Is there a better feeder option for smaller birds than the traditional house I have?
0: There is indeed. You can actually get an anti-bird or anti-squirrel feeder. So it's a special feeder that's designed to keep the larger birds out and the smaller birds get in through the, the narrow bars into the actual feeder inside. So it's a specific feeder where large birds like magpies, crows in particular or squirrels are a problem look for those in your local garden centre they are available at the moment and it, it just allows the small birds like the blue tits into the food
1: uh, This one I planted a Sorbus aria lutecens eight months ago three metres tall now all the leaves have turned black can it oh. be saved?
0: Yes, it can. I mean, that's Sorbus aureolutescens. It's a beautiful silver leaf tree patch. It's one I recommend, particularly for planting in seaside areas or exposed areas, because it's really tolerant of, of um, particularly here in the west of Ireland. What you're seeing on the leaves, the leaves of Sorbus should be turning a yellowish brownish colour. This is black colouration on the leaves. It's a, it's a problem called sooty mould which is a fungal disease that grows after fly have visited the tree. So it's like such on the leaves. Now, having said all that, I wouldn't worry about it because the, the sorbus is going to go out of leaf in about three weeks' time. So all the leaves are going to fall on the ground, hoover them up, put them into your, into your bin and get rid of them, and the tree should be perfectly fine next spring. So it's just down to the, the, a visit recently of some greenfly onto the tree.
1: Now uh, this one may be not one for a gardener. I'm getting false grass from my small backyard lawn, but there are so many choices and ranges. Is is Hmm. it worth paying for a mid or even high range, end range? Does it last well and does it require much care?
0: No, very little care. So this is just artificial grass. And, and if anything, to be honest, the, the quality of artificial grass has has uh, is, is actually excellent at the moment. It's hard to tell the difference, Pat. When you're layer, laying it, my advice is to layer it on a, a firm bed of sand. But also once it's laid, put some fine sand onto the grass and brush it in and that helps to weight it down but it also helps to keep the needles of the artificial grass upright. So a little bit of fine grass um, or fine sand I should say similar to what we use for children children's sand Mm -hmm. for play centres that's brilliant in in, um, artificial grass and it lasts for many many years.
1: And and tell me this I mean do you get uh, little weeds you know the way you can often see growth of weeds almost anywhere a crevice um, you know, yeah. a footpath anywhere, uh, a seed may have landed. Up it pops. Well,
0: most of the artificial grass paths have a have a black matting like, like the weed block material underneath it. So that helps to suppress. But of course, you're, occasionally you're going to get a small bit of grass or some weeds popping up or possibly even growing in the, in the bit of sand that I mentioned. But they're easily eradicated. They're easily um, Just shuttled off.
1: Rake through them and, and they're Just gone. rake
0: it through and, and take it away. Yeah, but, but artificial grass, particularly in smaller gardens or particularly in shaded areas, it is a very good solution.
1: Uh, Porrick's advice about bird feeding is so kindly but what about uh, Ronald the rat who inevitably turns up in a small garden like mine
0: well, feed feed a small amount of food on a regular basis. That's really what I do, Pat. And hanging the, the wild bird feeders up on the trees, I find works really well. You'll, you'll get lots of the, the ground feeding birds like robins tend to feed on the ground and they tend to, any excess food that's falling, they tend to hoover that up. Uh, but look at, um, you know, I think the important message is that to take care of our garden songbirds. And if you want, just stick to the, natural plants like the cotoniasters and pyracanthus I have lots of those in my garden and the birds absolutely love them
1: Porik thank you very much for joining us uh, Porik Horkin now reminder that our items from today are uploaded to this podcast which you can listen to on the Newstalk app powered by Golad just search for The Pat Kenny Show my